Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast. I'd like to start by giving a big shout out to all of my Patreon patrons out there. That's right, for as little as $5 a month, you can sign up for our Patreon and get access to over 99 episodes of exclusive content, little bits and pieces here here and there, lots of interviews, lots of lost episodes and secret episodes. You also get access to live streams, our special Facebook group, all kinds of stuff. So you should sign up and do it now because it will be amazing because you'll also get to have your name read just like our friends here. Terry J, Justin M, Tracy B, Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P, Ekebex, Mistress Mischief, Natasha S, Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Kel C, Shannon E, Helena C, Aaron B, Stephanie S, Maggie M, Texas Teacher Kristen, Miss Sunshine, Shine, James and Allie J, Jody D, Samantha D, Lisa C, Rachel, Jin Genie, Exhaustive Band Director, Kimberly K, Jessica A, Swiffle Ev Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Steph, Michael M, William P, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Marsha M, Christina B, Kristen B, Jason F, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina M, Josie S, Sam B, Mary E, Jamie B, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Space Panties, Erm A, Nimi, and Sarah N. Big thank you to all of them. Also, a big thank you to our sponsor, Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, you should go to Lud Lamb Dramatics. They have exclusive educational theatrical posters that explain amazing drama and theater concepts. Just in a poster, there's over 50 different ones they have. You can teach your whole classroom how to put on stage makeup, parts of stage, how to fit a costume, all different kinds of things only at ludlamdramatics.com. Check them out. All right, my friends, we are starting November. I've got another huge teacher conference next week. Actually, I've got two big conferences next week I'm going. We should have some great content coming out of that. And it's almost Thanksgiving. I can't wait for Thanksgiving break. I need this break. I'm ready for it. All right, my friends. I love everyone. Enjoy this episode, number 161. I think Kitty O'Hare is going to sing with us. Oh, wonderful. Did you hear that? <laughs> I like it. Uh, balls, 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 balls. <laughs> and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and today I am joined by Lady Shathia. Hey, everyone. <laughs> I'm happy you're here, and also joining us today, my favorite person, Space Panties. Hey, everybody. And last but certainly not least, my angel on the corner, Miss Bunny O'Hare! So does that mean that, uh, I'm guessing if I'm going to be the angel on one shoulder, can Shirley be the the devil on the other shoulder? (laughs) Oh, definitely. Okay, okay. A hundred, hundred percent. Well, friends, we are getting closer and closer to Thanksgiving. Halloween, October, even though it felt like a long month, just is gone. It's in our rear view now. And now we've got like just a couple of weeks, almost a week and a half until the Thanksgiving vacation comes. I'm looking forward to that vacation. I'm going to take my kids to travel to California and go see the space panties. But how are you guys surviving this nice, this, I say nice, this little transition time? Because going from Halloween to like the holiday rush 
it can be a little intense, especially that break between Thanksgiving and Christmas where nothing really gets done. So are you guys ramping up projects right now? Are you winding stuff down? What is going on? Who wants to go first? I would just like to remind everybody that the blogger Love Teach refers to this this time of year as Devolson, D-E-V-O-L-S-O-N, the dark evil vortex of late September, October, and November. Just putting that out there. She's not wrong. No Lady, what about you? I'm just tired. Like, I'm having a good time. There's been a few hiccups along the way, but I'm going to start getting a lot of individual projects. That way, as students are out sick or out on vacation, when I'm not... Uh, they have something to do that they don't have to depend on others. So I'm ramping up the individual projects right now. That's really smart because especially with the way flu season's building up right now, we're going to have a lot of kids absent in the next month or so. Uh, Space Panties, what about you? How are you handling this transition from Halloween to almost the holiday? I feel like there's more getting piled on my plate at work. So I don't see... Uh, anything easing up. In fact, our lovely PLCs are reminding us of certain dates that we have to get things done by. And um, so, no, there is no easing up of anything around here. Are you able to adjust your curriculum or anything to make way for this intense longer period? Or is it like, no, just got to keep, just keeps women? Nope, just keeps women. Oy. And Bunny, what about you? I'm kind of just doing smaller scale things and things that I like to do, uh, which is one of the advantages of teaching the content area that I teach. It's not a state-tested subject, so um, we get a little bit more leeway there. And I am going with topics that I like and that I enjoy teaching because if this time of year is making everybody pull their hair out, then I at least want to go out with a smile on my face. Well, good. I'm glad we have you for that. Um, Let's go ahead and jump into one of our topics for tonight. Probably going to hear my obnoxious cat. It's fine. I already heard her purring. I love Kitty O'Hare. She's a noisy baby, but she's at least in a good mood right now. From the Reddits, user brilliant underscore plant 2976. I hope this person is a biology or botany teacher. School has no supplies budget until November, so I purchased no supplies. Um, the students say you have no pencils, paper, or tissues. We have no budget for that until November, remember? Other teachers have supplies, though. I checked. They don't have enough to share. So what is your plan to provide supplies? Wait until November. The school secretary brought me supplies the next day. It was a miracle. I've been to similar schools that do things like this, where budget is not solidified until September or November. And like, okay, you'll have to wait. But luckily I'm not, like, what I need for my classroom is like a pack of classroom markers. I don't need all the pencils and everything. But I've been to schools like this, and I think their expectation is just, oh, no, you just go buy it. Just, Just go take it out of your pocket. Will you reimburse me? No, probably not. But go ahead, go buy everything. But Lady Bunny Space Panties, have you guys had to deal with similar things? I have luckily not ever had to worry about this, but I have a theory that I would like to to discuss. 
I've, I have talked about something similar with other colleagues of mine, and we kind of have come up with the idea that this might actually be an expectation that could be a misappropriation of funds because the school pays us. That's our paycheck. That's our pay. But then when they expect us to use our pay to pay for things to do our job, that would technically be misappropriation of funds, correct? Right? What do you what do you guys think? I could see that, but I mean, I think they're like, well, they voluntarily spent their own paycheck in order to you know, make sure their kids could learn anything. Guess that's their own fault. I don't know. I think it's similar to the way that we're asked to volunteer all of our time and go to meetings on our prep period. Just all the things that we're expected to do just because of the love of the job. I think you're right. That's starting to cycle around. I know here in Texas, a couple of our uh, of our hosts uh, reported that they will now be reimbursed when they have to cover a conference period or when they have to cover another teacher's class on their conference period. That their school, I think it wasn't much, was like $30 a period? Or do you guys remember Bunny Lady? It was in our big group chat. Uh, I think I think what I heard was 30 My district pays 25 I think that's wonderful. At least they're, like, if they're taking time away from you, they're giving some money to you. But I agree with Space Pennies. We're expected to do a lot off the clock. And if they take away your conference period and then get upset that you're not doing grades all day after school, I mean... I think that's more that admin is not budgeting their time wisely. I don't think it should be a reflection on teachers for not giving it. Misappropriation of time, then. I don't have that issue of like budget only being published in November. And you mentioned about being like time for covering um, or compensated for time covering other teachers. And we... We do get that. I'm I'm more so meant like time outside of that of like other meetings or like parent meetings or 504s that I've had scheduled after school, stuff like that. I feel like this all kind of comes back to until we make it a pain in the ass for the right people, nothing is going to change. Like until parents start complaining, you know, they're just going to the, the school is, of course, going to be fine with teachers buying their own stuff because it saves them money. So if we just stop doing that and the parents get annoyed and start complaining to the school, then maybe something will actually get done. I feel like that's what happened here is that some kid went home and told mommy and daddy that the teacher didn't have any pencils or tissue or whatever. No, I think that's valid because it's that's the only way anything's going to change at this point is if, you know... We raise our fists about it and get upset about it because otherwise they're just going to let it keep going and going and going, especially as a new generation of teachers is taking over. I, I love the our, our new Gen Z cohorts that are coming up because they don't really take shit because they know there's so many other options out there. You know, in other states, they don't treat teachers like this. In other countries, they don't treat teachers like this. Why are we the lowest common denominator? Is it just because it's a woman's run field or or sorry, a female-dominated field for the most part that it's been shit on for so long? I agree with getting parents involved. I've never had an issue with supply budget opening in November or not having the supplies that I need at the beginning of the year, but I have had financial issues with the business office or the accounting office in schools, and I've had to get parents involved. I throw my hands up, and I've told the students, I'm like, if you want change, your parents need to call. They're the stakeholders 
they've got to step up if we're going to move forward with this next project. Also, I feel like it's more of that, like the it's for the kids toxic relationship dynamic when they expect teachers to just pay out of pocket for stuff when the school won't pay for basics like Kleenex, you know, it's for the kids. Well, okay. Okay. That's a lousy reason. Like, I mean, you get what I'm saying. That sounds really terrible, but it's that toxic relationship dynamic that we've talked about before. Like that's not a reason to keep expecting people to do stuff. Well, there's also the the income inequality among teachers where you might have some younger teachers or older teachers who just don't have that much pocket cash because, you know, we're not paid much as teachers that you might not have the budget to go spend on markers or food or snacks for your classroom or whatever things they're expecting you to buy for everything. And then there are some teachers who are just on better financial footing. Either they might have had a little help, they have a good partner, they have good parent resources. And so they can afford to, you know, drop $40 or $60 or whatever a month on pencils and supplies, where that's not an option for a lot of teachers right now at all. It sucks, especially with everything going and getting more expensive. Have to get the rose art crayons. Well, we've had something supplied, but it's usually always like the cheap of the cheap version. So, like, hand sanitizer that smells like ass and alcohol mixed somehow during COVID years. And I still have some leftover and it stinks and like the cheap um, tissues. I, you know, we have some, but I've run out of even the cheap tissues. And so when I have run out of the ones that I have supplied or I have bought and students complain like, Oh, miss, why you got these cheap ones? I'm like, well, we're using what I got. So I have offered bring in tissues for extra credit before because I don't want to buy every single thing out of my pocket. Say, okay, kids, let's go to that taqueria and just grab one of the paper towels off the table and that'll be our tissue for the next week. So just we'll recycle and use it all together. It'll be good. (laughs) Not any better, but (laughs) I've been known to use like the ends of toilet paper rolls, like because there's a particular activity thing that we would do that involved, you know, each group getting one roll of toilet paper and they use that and masking tape to make a thing. And so we would, I would end up with like a quarter of a roll left kind of thing. And when I ran out of tissues, I started handing kids that and they would be like, ew, this is toilet paper. I'm like, bring me some Kleenex then. Cause this is what we got right now. Exactly. Well, can I go to the bathroom and get some paper towels? I'm like, if you would rather use that than this clean unused toilet paper go for it like and then magically boxes of tissue start to appear the next day this is from the reddits posted by the cooley stone co-teacher who tried to tell principal i couldn't control a classroom was left with them while i was out bad news i have a stomach virus and have been puking pretty much nonstop for two days Good news, the co-teacher who tried to say that I couldn't do my job and that she would teach me classroom management in front of my principal had to be my sub while I was out. Nothing is getting done, even though she allegedly helped make the lessons, which she didn't. Kids are emailing me because her explanations don't make sense. The test they were supposed to take yesterday has a 35% participation rate because she can't get them to take it, and she's had to call me multiple times to get 
onto them via speakerphone because they're absolutely rioting for her. The principal has had to go in multiple times to get them calmed down. And as soon as she leaves, the kids just go crazy again. I'm sad for the kids. I know are having terrible days because of the noise and the kids who are failing the F out of their test right now. I'm honestly sad for me because I'll have to put the data for this test up on the board and everyone will be able to see it without the context that I wasn't there to administer it. But the sweet satisfaction of knowing the same principle she tried to tell I couldn't manage a classroom had to go down there and watch her fail to control a classroom is pretty funny. That's sweet, sweet karma. But I'll be damned if I have a stomach virus, if I'm going to answer the phone from school and chew kids out via speakerphone. Nope, 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 nope. nope. (laughs) That is my... If I'm having a stomach virus, I'm not having a good time. I'm either puking or I'm sitting on the toilet or both. And I'm not stopping my little brief respite from that to yell at kids. No, 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 no. That sub co-teacher ever, get your shit together. This sounds like a wonderful uh, visit from the karma fairy. That's what it sounds like to me. Oh, I think it's hilarious, too. Uh, karma is a bee. And this, this co-teacher sounded like she needed to kind of have that sink or swim moment for herself and be put in her place and knocked off her high chair. And I'm, I'm happy that she got to experience. I think everyone needs it at some point. I remember when I was student teaching, I think I've told this story a billion times before, but I had a really, really rough group of middle schoolers and the mentor teacher from the college that came over, she was not very good or the college mentor professor And she just kept telling me how I'm just not a morning person. I just need to win these kids' hearts over. And then I was sick, and so they had her cover the class. She quit after three days because the class was too rough. I was like, oh, maybe you're not a morning person. Hmm. Has nothing to do with that. These are a rough group. Space panties, have you ever had any rough groups? Oh, my God. (laughs) Rough groups of kids. Um, Yes, but I'm thinking about co-teaching, like, to have somebody try to tattle on you. I'm, I'm assuming this was like the younger teacher trying to tattle on the older teacher that they couldn't control the classroom. And if so, what nerve? Like where where did they think they were coming from to be on such a high horse coming in and trying to learn? They should just be grateful for the experience that they have to be in that classroom, first of all. And second of all, I can't even imagine just being in a situation where you aren't supported by your co-teacher and the school or the admin. Uh, It sounds like they were supporting the other person, but thinking back to my experience, I didn't have anything like that. Like My co-teacher was was great, very supportive. And he actually had to miss a lot of time because his wife was sick. I was there and I had his back and I covered his classes. So I, I can't even imagine like throwing your coworkers like, you know, now when you have your own classroom under the bus, but going back to that question of, um, difficult classes. Yes. Um, yes, I definitely have difficult classes and I wouldn't even think to have somebody on the phone while they're at home sick trying to handle a class for me that everything about this is ridiculous it would be so much more productive to like call the kids parents instead maybe have the parents on speakerphone as opposed to you know calling the poor sick pukey teacher no 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 yeah just being 
being the teacher on the other end responding, I would just say like, no, I'm not answering. I'm not available. I'm at home sick. You need to figure it out. Yeah. What Bunny, Bunny O'Hare said, the fucking around and finding out. To fuck around is human to find out divine. <laughs> exactly. Hey guys, guess what? What's up? Oh, what, what, what? We have a Patreon. We do? Oh my God. Yeah, you guys, you guys should sign up and join because for as little as $5 a month, you get access to almost 200 pieces of exclusive audio content, episodes, lost episodes, interviews with the hosts that you can only find on our Patreon. And we have a great Facebook group where you can meet lots of other people and you can join. We have watch parties. We have live streaming. It is awesome. That's where I got to meet Space Panties. You guys should go there. It's amazing. Woohoo! Yay! Yay! <laughs> Would you rather have it where it's snowing in your house all the time or share a studio apartment with a horny moose? Once again, these are all living situation. It's snowing in your house all the time or you share a studio apartment with a, a studio apartment with a horny moose. Ladies, where's, where are you going? I don't know. I'm weighing it out in my head trying to think long term here so i like snow i like cold temperatures however snow makes things wet and there is water i just imagine i don't know i i I think it'd be more practical to share an apartment with a horny moose but moose are huge i grew up in alaska and they would just like walk over your eight foot chain link fence and start eating stuff in your bushes and a horny moose in a small apartment that, that could go bad that could go really bad. I think I might feel safer with the snow. Space panties. Could you redirect the moose's attention to anything other than you? I I could I can't see why not, because it just says you're sharing a studio apartment with the horny moose. It doesn't mean you have to, you know, do things with the horny moose. I mean, maybe it has like a stuffed animal it really likes, or like a dog that really like prefers a slipper on the floor to anything else and he's made that slipper his lover maybe you could get like a cool ottoman and the moose could just you know take its time with that yeah yeah Yeah, i'm trying to think of the qualities of a horny moose like do they make noise do they make a mess oh yeah they do they have to (laughs) they're gonna hoot and holler i mean it's gonna be there I mean, can the studio apartment be like my summer getaway apartment? Like, do I have to live there permanently? It says you share a studio apartment. I mean, maybe it's like, I don't know, co-lease or sublet. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's intense. Bunny, where are you with your loophole here? Where are you going for? Snow all the time in your apartment or sharing an apartment with the horny moose? Um, I'm going to go with, actually, you brought up the loophole just then, like a timeshare situation. (laughs) Um, Yeah, just like one hour a year. (laughs) That's how much you'll share it with the horny moose. Yeah, Yeah, you'd want to have someone clean up because they do make pellets and they're clean. They're like rabbit pellets, except they're big. It's like a big stack of golf balls just lying there. You see them everywhere outside. Space panties, did you lock down what your final decision was? I know you were wondering if you could distract the horny moose. 
Yeah, you were you were saying something about the snow, and you like the snow, but then it makes things wet. So you don't want things wet, Elvis. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to live like sleep in a wet mattress or walk around on wet carpet or all my. I mean, I guess I could shelter things, but would it be like camping? I don't know. It would be so clean. Just imagine that you get to walk around it every day. Good. I, you know what, getting out of the shower and there being snow, that's just not a win. I love outdoor showers. I'd probably start doing that a lot more, but yeah, I'm, I think I'm leaning towards the the horny moose. I think I could like create a really good video series, like life with the moose. I think people would watch that. This is a win for me. I'm going with it. How many parts would there be to that in series? As long as I could survive with the horny moose until one of us had to go. Oh, okay, yeah, what's so. the lifespan of a moose, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And they're big. It's a lot of meat. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, like, if it was anthropomorphic a little bit, I could, like, be its wingman and, like, take him out to moose bars and get the moose laid. And maybe, like, that would take the edge off of him. Maybe. That's not realistic, is it? No. I'm not sure. I think the moose is going to be the choice for me too, because not only like, like what you said, Elvis, with everything being wet, like eventually you're going to have to shovel the snow. Yeah. And that's a lot of more, that's just a lot of labor that I don't really want to do. My book collection would get ruined. Like none of my drawers would probably shut right just from like wood warping. That would get frustrating. So space pants, do we get your final answer? Oh, from the get-go, it's moose for sure. I don't like being cold and wet, like actively rained on. Not mm-hmm. business for me. All right. Well, you've heard it here. We will all be sharing studio apartments with horny mooses. Moose eye with horny moose. Moose. All right, folks. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I think my hosts who are with me today first, Miss Lady Shathiat. It was great having you back. Yes, it's always a pleasure. It was wonderful. And also, my good luck charm, Miss Bunny O'Hare. Thank you for having me back. It was a pleasure as always. Yes. And by special luckiness, it worked out. I got to have my space panties on the podcast. Love you, baby. You're here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Love you. She gets all flustered. Isn't that cute? All right, friends. Deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers. Woohoo. All right, friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I'd like to thank all the hosts who joined me today. If you have something you'd like to share with Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast, hit us up to the contact page of our website, teacherneedsadrinkpodcast.com. You can leave a, you know, normal, like, handwritten note, handwritten type note, or you can leave a voicemail, and we could play it on the air. Anyway, folks, thanks for joining us. Take care of yourselves. See our sponsor, Ludlam Dramatics, or join our Patreon to get up to almost 100 exclusive pieces of audio content. All right, my friends out there, take care. Love you. Peace. Cheers.